Just give me a minute. Why do we look for the legacy rules? Uh, when we can start with working out the solutions of the present. So there is a reason why we do so, because what decisions should we take? What should be the most optimum solutions for us if we don't consider about our, our legacy? Legacy is about future. Many of you will say, why talk about future when uh, the tomorrow is not certain? See, it is not about the tomorrow. It is about depending on that, that particular objective, that particular milestone, how do we behave today? So it is all about present. You have a big goal, big mission and big objective in mind which may or may not happen given the time you have. So we don't know about what, how much time we have, but we always have uh, the present in our control. So if suppose me, for example, I become a billionaire today. So who I should be today? That is my objective. That is why I define that particular goal so that I behave like one today. That is why Stephen Covey says, begin with the end in mind. So if you know the end, if you have defined the end, you will know where do you stand today. And I also tell you that uh, you are not in the same version which will achieve that bigger audacious goal tomorrow. You might be somewhere very down below, very backward, compared to what you should be in a future time. But once you recognize where do you stand today, it helps you to know how much you have to travel to reach that journey. So if you make a game plan, depending on your present version, it will never reach that particular uh, mission with this version, it has to evolve every day, every time. How do you evolve? Where do you reach tomorrow? If you don't know where to start and where to go, that is why legacy is so very important. And which is why many management gurus keep us, advise us to keep, begin with the end in mind. So that is the reason why we should do. Now, I was trying to do a <clears throat> goal planning about keeping that uh, bigger goal in mind. I tried do, doing a plan. So your mission is not your equivalent to your goal. Goal is a shorter term mission. So what do you achieve in 90 days time? Because that is what you can uh, track. Right? You cannot track a futuristic uh, thing, but you can track whatever you define for 90 days. So that is why, and the 90 days mission is the goal. Smart, specific, measurable, actionable, uh, reachable, and uh, T, timely. 
so 90 days we already have uh, defined and other things we work out so this is the main difference between a goal and a mission mission has to be a bigger audacious goal which kind of sounds like fancy something somebody says like daydreaming but there is a difference between daydreaming and your particular mission statement when you write that mission statement a small portion of that might be already real in your present circumstances a tiny portion just 0.01% also will do which we call as sweet spot so if you know that this has happened today so it has a possibility to grow into that bigger goal too depending on subject to how much we evolve every day so it requires all the principles of success right all the managerial capabilities all personal development rules it all is required to get to that goal now there is another catch to it that means it has to be something which you love doing it has to be that particular goal which you do day in and day out irrespective of the result if you have that kind of thing it will definitely reach to a goal reach to an ultimate destination which you might not have designed right and none of us none of us can design what will be the ultimate goal ultimate mission ultimate milestone because our whether we we cannot first of all we cannot define the ultimate goal that will be reaching but we know what our love is depending on that what our activity is and where it will reach depending on our engagement so it will be a milestone which we might not have designed today we also get carried away by our present reality which either will have or will not have that particular reality for example the uh, aeroplane when the right brothers started designing aeroplane just about 100 years back nobody had any idea about human beings flying like birds it was something like a fancy dream but it became reality it became a reality now it is it, it seems like natural right so those kind of dreams one needs to have to reach that particular mission which is which cannot be goal which cannot be 90 days which cannot be in your present reality so that is the that these are the differences one has while creating a mission statement that is why mission statement is so very essential mission statement cannot have smart kind of parameters it has your dreams your burning desire all those things come very abstract things come into your being because whatever you want you you should be willing to work towards that irrespective of the result and the result will not show it will have multiple failures also 
people will have very discouraging thing but since it is a burning desire you will pers persist on that that is the difference and the vision is equally abstract vision what to do i for me it is a global calming cooling and greening thing where from it starts it starts from the global warming thing how do we achieve that it can be achieved with people not competing against each other so that is where calming will be there and cooling means we have to reverse our habits so that we produce less and less carbon dioxide the green gases so that uh, we don't add to the global warming if not we are reversed so we are now at the threshold of the warming limit crossing that we cannot reverse that back so we should start while there is still time that from there it starts and greening is a mechanism with which if you make the planet more green it will absorb more heat and it is a it is a tool it is a strategy to cool the planet so it is as simple as that and how can we do it cannot be done with just me or you or just individuals doing contributing towards that it will require at least 50% of the population working towards that it depends how many of us are contributing towards carbon production carbon dioxide production all those people need to be reversed back to and and also need to be given alternative solutions for their livelihoods that is a huge thing and it cannot be done just by one or two people it it requires a bit change attitude change and the way the the way we perceive things and uh, for that everybody needs the mindset change and how it will happen our mind is of course full of energy but it is it is limited by limiting beliefs if you if you say to yourself that you cannot do you cannot do and if you tell yourself that you can do you can do either way you are right so why not tell ourselves that we can and let us start doing it let us take those small steps towards it and let us start the journey so the topic today is how to handle our mindset do we have all those kind of limiting beliefs within ourselves let us see if we have all those and uh start with getting rid of all those so 10 distinct distinct differences of rich people from poor people it starts with that so unless we are we have a possibility to get richer we are not going to be interested so let us start with that many people think that life is very unfair here you are working hard and yet your income is not even enough to buy you an ice cream on the other side of the coin you know someone who does not even shed a drop of sweat and yet lies in luxury if you think that life has been so rude on you and you were only born to suffer your destiny 
then you are thinking as a poor man would think. But if you think that you are the master of your destiny and you are the you are in control of your life, then you have a rich man's mentality. Knowing the well-kept secrets of millionaires is the key to unlock the door of success. In most cases, wealthy people will tell you that there is no exact formula to become well-off in life. The secret lies in the attitude that facilitates the flow of wealth. The approach is about the psychological aspect of the rich people. In our present society, the gap between the rich and the poor is growing wider every day. The rich becomes richer while the poor becomes poorer. To help us understand the satirical situation, we need to go into the mentality of the rich and blessed people and compare it with the way of thinking of the poor and unprivileged people. Here are the 10 distinct differences in the mon monumentality of the rich versus the poor people. While reading the differences, try to assess your own mindset and see where yours, yours mostly belong. But remember that by defining rich and poor, it is not being uh, uh, referred to an individual's current bank account size, net worth, assets, and so on. But rather, this is being referred to the state of mind. A human mind is so powerful, it can create assets or even liabilities. If you have a mind conditioned to be poor, no matter what wealth you have today, you can lose it all sooner or later. On the other hand, if you have the mind of a rich person, you can create your wealth from scratch or get it all back faster than it look. It took you the first time, even if you lose it all today. So rich people believe they create their own destiny. Poor people think it's predestined. Destiny versus action. Rich people, amazing life creation. Poor people, slaves of own destiny. Control versus out of control. Rich people, take full accountability on actions. Poor people live an, an unruly life. Conclusion, if you want to be rich, first be accountable for every action you take. Rich people believe that they create their own destiny while poor people believe that they are predestined. Destiny refers to the predetermined course of events in one's life. The idea of destiny has a deep history and divine intervention is the moral popular belief. People trust that their lives depend on the will of a supernatural being. All of actions are in vain if it does not coincide with the will of the divine. Destiny versus action. Rich people. Rich people create an amazing life because they do not believe in predetermined fate. Instead, they believe that life is what they make it. If you rest, repose all day and wait for the big fruit to fall into your mouth, nothing will move. Everything will stay in its place unless you move it. Like Newton's law of motion, unless acted upon by a net external force, a body at rest remains at rest, and a body in motion remains in motion. This scientific example is true even in real life, and rich people apply this theory in their lives. For rich people, they believe they are responsible for their own life. They create their own destiny and not the economy, luck, or knowledge. Poor people, poor people, on the other hand, believe that they are slaves of their own destiny. Whatever they do, adversaries came no matter how they elude them. In control versus out of control. Poor people believe they live an unruly life. Their existence is very uncontrollable. When they act, the results are always unmanageable. 
when they fall in their endeavors, they they blame in economy, they boss, their family and others who did not go accordingly. Rich people think otherwise. Life is series of plans with the right planning and appropriate actions. The results are favorable. They take full accountability for all their actions. Conclusion is, when you keep on thinking the life only happens to you, you will eventually lose the power to change things and control your life. A rich man takes responsibility for the circumstances he created, while a poor man feels like a victim of the world. If you want to attain financial abundance, think as a rich man would do. Believe that you create your future and not other people or events. Rich people focus on opportunities, poor people focus on problems. Opportunities versus obstacles. Rich people views as opportunity to grow. Poor people views as an hindrance to laid back life. Action versus complain. Rich people spend little time complaining. Poor people spend their time and energy. Conclusion, problems are molding process. You either survive and thrive or die and wither away. Rich people focus on opportunities while poor people focus on problems. Opportunities come in both direct and indirect ways. Problems mask the chances that come. When you look at things superficially, you only see the facade and fail to appreciate the blessing under. Opportunity versus obstacles. The difference between rich people and poor people is the attitude towards a problem. When faced with a problem, a poor man sees it as an obstacle to his easy life. He details the difficulties and sees it as a hindrance to his laid-back life. The more problem he faces, the more he views his life as complicated. Rich people see problem as a door for new opportunities. They focus on solution rather than dwindle in despair. With every obstacle, they treat things positively and look beyond what is obvious. These people concentrate in finding solutions to their crisis. They elucidate things to see things at a better perspective. Action versus complain. Poor people keep on complaining about the obstacles. They spend their time winning about the circumstances in their life. At the end of the day, their, their grumble intensifies since they have not done anything to solve the issues. Rich people act on their problems. They may moan a little, but they work to unravel the misery. The more problems they solve, the better they are feeling. Conclusion, problem and failures are part of your molding process to become tough and be a better person. With problems, you learn from your mistakes and do better when the next one comes. When you face an opportunity, you come up with creative solutions. Avoid the poor man's action of sitting down and staying cranky about it. Rich people have big dreams. Poor people have small dreams. Big versus small. Rich people sets intimidating goals. Poor people, small dreams are easier to achieve and cost little. Aspirant versus contentment. Rich people aspire more. Poor people, easily contented, conditioned to think that more is greedy. Rich people have big dreams while poor people dream small. Dreaming is the motivation to success. When the person dreams, he exerts effort to attain his dreams. Both rich and poor people dream. The difference is the size of their dream. When you have small dreams, you work less, whereas big dreamers work harder to achieve their vision. Big versus small. Poor people have little dreams. They often dream to eat three times a day, have a small house to live in, and get a job with good pay. 
these are all the dreams of a poor man because any casual employee can easily achieve this many poor people feel they do not need to exert any more effort anyways why work harder they have achieved their dreams after all for rich people to achieve big things you have to dream big wealthy men stick to this principle they do not dream to eat three times a day they dream to eat more than that in luxury they do not dream of a small house they dream of a comfortable house for their family plus a rest house during their vacations they do not dream for job with good pay instead they create jobs aspirant versus contentment poor people get contented with what they have they do not aspire for more they believe they do they do that to desire for more things means to complicate your life when poor people achieve their small dreams they start to live a shorty life rich people aspire for more they believe that the abilities can bring them to places because they have big dreams they work hard to turn aspirations to reality conclusion you cannot achieve bigger things if you only have small dreams when you dream dream big anyway there is nothing to lose in dreaming rich people commit to their dreams poor people dream their dreams the poor mind is conditioned to just dream about dreams because they cost nothing but the price is hard work if they want it to materialize the rich mind is committed to not only dream big but also take big action steps to get closer to that dream rich people commit to their dreams while poor people sleep dreaming their dreams it is a fact that dreams is the initial step to success but does not end there in order for dreams to come true you have to work for them commitment versus dreaming poor people love to dream even when the sun is all up they stay in dreamy mood even when it is time to work they keep on dreaming that things will just happen in a snap they keep on thinking how good it is to live in opulence but never do anything to experience it these people work hard on their dream they commit each day of their lives to reach their goals they pile up their efforts to assemble their dream life conclusion dreaming big does not make you rich you need to work hard when you set your goals small steps every day are better than just waiting for time to pass without action at the end of the day the small deeds can accumulate and lead you to the stairs of success rich people play to win poor people play not to lose poor people play the games of life only just to prevent losing thus play safe rich people are not less afraid of losing and under, understand that failing is part of part and parcel of success rich people play to win while poor people play only to lose money the big mindset difference is the purpose of playing the game life is a gamble every decision is a risk there are no certain in this world risk taker versus playing safe poor people play the game of life only just to prevent losing they are too careful to invest and make sure that things turn out the way they want when in doubt they never make decision they always stay on the safe side they stay attached to the stigma of failure and too afraid of making mistakes rich people life is about taking risks because they exactly know what they want they invest in order to win for them losing is never an option they study and analyze how things work and invest once they get to know the flow of things
only those who are willing to take risk achieve financial stability and abundance the bigger the risk that you take the bigger is your reward however even rich people do not jump to risks without preparation when you are to take a risk be sure that your preparation is enough to ensure winning be armed when you gamble with life rich people network with the rich poor with the poor perceptivity versus hostility poor people think lowly of the rich and believe that anything associated with rich is filth dirty ill gotten rich people understand that to attract wealth who he spends most of his time with is the bottom three ah uh, what you focus on expands rich people network with the rich and successful people while the poor people network with the poor the people around you have an indirect effect on our ways of thinking try to associate with pessimist people and you will be a pessimist eventually however when you go to a company of jovial individuals you observe their cheerfulness receptivity versus hostility poor people are hostile to rich people they think that their lifestyle is not tolerable instead they associate with people with the same income as theirs they spend time wondering how rich people become richer and envy the luck they have rich people are receptive to new ideas and new people they spend time with people who can help them achieve their dreams they join people earning six digits or more they analyze how these wealthy people become richer and imbibe their ways of thinking conclusion is poor people think that your wealth depends on your family origin you are rich if only you belong to a family of rich rich people think otherwise they go with people who can help them they talk to financially successful people taking notes of their secrets to prosperity with the right associations you can become rich even when you come from poor family rich people are good learners a poor person says i know everything the three most dangerous words i know that rich people are good learners while poor people think they know everything life is about learning when you declare that you know everything learning stops however when you admit you still need more knowledge you will learn to learn more open mindedness mindedness versus closed mindedness poor people believe that they know everything they know how life works and how to live well their beliefs make them closer their minds to new ideas if you are not willing to learn you will never know why rich people become richer and why you remain poor people poor despite all your efforts rich people admit that they still need to learn when you give a room for improvement and new ideas you open your mind to possibilities one of the easiest ways to financial abundance is to learn from people who achieve the status conclusion the key to financial success is to accept your shortcomings and learn from people to be the best you need to learn from their best and learn to be the best only when you open up for learning can you live a life of abundance rich people are leaders while poor people are followers remember even a dead fish can flow with the river flow you don't have to lead an army of employees the first and foremost important to start leading is yourself rich people are leaders while people are followers most financially successful people lead the way 
being a leader, you are in front of the actions. Because of the courage needed to be a leader, only those with strong personality become the manager. Leader versus follower, poor people have hard mentality. They like to follow their, where the water flows. Instead of taking the lead, they're happy to let others do the thinking. They do not want to take responsibility over their decisions. When somebody asks for their opinion, they pass it to others so as not to take the blame for failure later on. Rich people take the initiative. They decide for themselves and take full responsibility for their decision. They can work depend, independent. Conclusion, rich people are leaders and leaders are rich people. The idea comes because of the independent attitude of leaders and rich people. Even if an ordinary office setting, the leaders are often responsible for the whole group. They may have bigger responsibilities, but they get higher pays too. Rich people focus on saving while poor, poor people concentrate on spending. Saving versus spending, debit card versus credit card, purses versus impulsive. Rich people focus on saving while poor people concentrate on spending. No matter how small or big your earning is, saving is a crucial part of becoming rich. If you try to save even $10 a day, that means $3,650 a year and 36,510 years. Well, that is even less the interest you get from the bank. <coughs> even if you are $100,000 a month, but you also spend the whole amount, you will never get rich until your death. Saving versus spending. Poor people usually spend more than what they earn. They do not believe in the value of savings. They earn $100 and spend $110. In time, the excess expenditure piles up and before they know it, they are drowning in debt. Rich people stays on a monthly and even daily budget. They spend only within their declared budget. They save a portion of their earning in the bank to earn further interest. Debit card versus credit card. Poor people rely on credit cards. They cannot live without them. They dine out, shop, and in, indulge to vacations using their plastic cards because they do not see the expenses and their cash remains intact. They feel that they are in complete control of their finances, only to find out later on that everything is getting out of control. Rich people do not purchase with credit cards. If they do not have cash, they use debit cards. They believe in the saying, if you cannot afford it, afford it cash, you really cannot afford it. Purses versus impulsive. Poor people are impulsive buyers. They buy anything on sale and anything discounted. Even if they do not need the items, they keep on buying thinking that they can save from the discounts. Rich people think about the product many times before purchasing. They consider the affordability, quality, and the usefulness of the item. When the item fails, one of the criteria, they think about it repeatedly before finally deciding. Earning money is hard because of the difficulty earning it. Think twice or even thrice before you let go of your hard-earned income. No one knows in the future. It is therefore important to save the to ensure that you have something in case of drought. Working for money or money working for you. Poor people work for money, trade in personal time, effort and get paid only when they work. Rich people work hard temporarily, but 
invest their money in assets that in turn work hard to make money for them. Rich people have their money work hard for them, while poor people work hard for them. Everybody works hard. The way to let your money work for you is to know where to invest it. If you know where to put, put, their, put your investments, then you will make your money work hard for you. Successful in investments versus futile investment. Poor people keep on looking for money to come along. They keep on working and working on uh, working to hard earn. They spend beyond their means and resort to loans that accumulate interest. Rich people know where to invest their money instead of their of their banks charging them for credit card interest. They collect the interest of their savings. They experience a restful life while their money is working for them. In order to stop working hard for your money as poor people do, live within your means and save up. Let your money do the work and enjoy life. Summary. You cannot change where and which family you are born in or the circumstances you started out in, but you are in control to alter your financial future. To think like a rich person, is a trainable skill, just like anything else that requires learning. So the summary is you cannot blame anyone born in a poor family. Maybe you can call that destiny, but to die still as poor as the rats, you blame only yourself. At an average, a man lives for 70 years. The approximately 25,550 days of your life is enough to make you rich. If you waste your days, destiny should not be the reason why you remain poor for the rest of your life. The secret of millionaires is easy. They take each day as a new beginning to face the challenge that will help them achieve their big dreams. Complaining is a total waste of time. Instead of comparing yourself with others, they work on their own lives. They take initiative rather than mere following. They are confident of their knowledge and skills and do not fear to take the risk. Despite the destitute situation around us, money is in abundance. You can see money everywhere. It is just at the wrong place at the wrong time. To take advantage of the prosperity, be at the right place at the right time and find the opportunities to become rich. Where can you classify yourself? Do you, uh, do you possess the mentality to become rich? or negativity, negativities dominate your life. Getting rich is a very simple. All you need is the right attitude, mentality, and action. With these characteristics, embarking the long and winding road to a wealth is only a step away. Adapt the mentality of the rich and be rich, and otherwise stay poor with the habits of and mindset of the poor. The conclusion is, Changes do not occur in an instant. To create a longer lasting change for your future, you need to equip yourself with the necessary skills to ensure a successful future. Much as you would want to achieve your goals alone, this is quite difficult. The most successful people do not attain success on their own. There are people around that help them be the person they wanted to be. If you want and change your tomorrow, start adding today and look for people who will share the same sentiments that you have. So, 
this is the mindset thing that uh, you learn and we have few frameworks to help us do how to achieve that rich person's mindset and uh, let me also show you where i have kept all my mm, learning things so that you know just a minute here is my learning management system wherein i have you can see the menu and here is uh, the classroom in the classroom uh, i am uh, actually creating three things one is the inner circle call things that already we have been doing and uh, it is here the if sync design is the classroom if you go there so it will show you three parts one is the eva excellence then uh, the compounding effect wherein i have a put it is still getting built seven emotional intelligence tips, tips stacking small efforts 21 tips to be resourceful without um, without resources six ways to benchmark motif and eight ri flares for women 14 leadership challenges five ways of personal style 13 angles of self discipline eight stages of handling a rude um, rude male protagonist to evangelist this is the entire journey that we have then uh, there is another uh, one that is the storyteller phase wherein we will have the six sense strategy sellability strategic communication better style communication then we have this personality makeover where in we have a personality makeover process unleashing the power of imagination unlocking your inner superhero turning the tables in leadership growth assessing the power of distinction revamping inner sparkle 20 ways of women leadership then we have this productivity pioneer ease of getting a task done how to create a course all these are the courses which are being uh, in the process of getting made so if you come here then you will get all these courses uh, to go through and there are frameworks also we are building up uh, with this um, millionaire mindset we also have framework which will help you to build uh, your abilities so these are the things that we are working right now uh so here i got a
comment. Yeah, so it is done. And this is the course. And here we can also chat. This is a community also. Actually, when you come in, you take the membership uh, membership thing and coming on here, although it takes three to four days for you, but it will be with you with a lifetime, lifetime access. So this is all about today's uh, thing, today's course. Thank you for watching. And if you like this, then do please uh, share your comments so that I know. Thank you for watching.